0: Hey bookworms, welcome to the Read with Angie podcast. We are going to talk about books, so thanks for listening. Hey bookworms, and welcome back to the podcast. Happy Tuesday and happy International Women's Day. Uh, Let me start off by telling you what I'm currently reading right now. I have been rather absent on Bookstagram. Uh, I'm just having some like burnout issues with the app lately, but I am still reading. So I'm reading Circe by Madeline Miller, which is a mythological fantasy. um, And about a quarter through, I like it. Um, And I started a nonfiction book Called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, which is a reread, uh, but I feel like I need it right now. It's uh, more of a spiritual self help book. Um, last week on the show, I mentioned a few nonfiction books I was reading, and I got some questions about them, and a few people asked me for other nonfiction recommendations. So that is what we will be talking about today. If you're not a fan of nonfiction reading, uh, you can skip this episode <laughs> or you could start reading nonfiction. I personally think we should never stop learning, uh, it keeps the brain strong. So I think everyone should find a type of nonfiction book that they like and they should try it. I like all different types of nonfiction books. Uh, I like reading about women's health and health in general. I enjoy memoirs about people who have had a crazy experience or a really interesting life. Um, I like self-help books that remind me how best to take care of my mental and physical health. Um, I enjoy history books (laughs) and biographies about famous people in history. Um, So yeah, there's a lot of nonfiction out there to choose from and today I'm going to tell you about some of my favorite nonfiction books from a bunch of genres and tell you about some nonfiction that I plan to read soon. Okay, first let's start with health. Um, I like to try and live a healthy lifestyle just like everyone else. I enjoy running and I like to do yoga. Uh, but I also really like to eat chips and chocolate, so I'm trying to maintain a good balance of healthy things and a few treats. Um, For running, one of my favorite books is called Born to Run by Christopher McDougall. Uh, It follows McDougall as he learns about the Tarahumara Indians in Mexico Um, They are a tribe that has honed the ability to run hundreds of miles without rest or injury. And in the book, we learn about the science of running and the crazy feats of ultra runners. And it ends with a race featuring some of America's best ultra runners against the Tarahumaras. And it's a fascinating book that I recommend to anyone that is a fan of running. Uh, Okay, so when it comes to eating healthy and exercising regularly, a lot of that comes from forming good habits and stopping bad ones. Uh, The best book I have read about habits is called Atomic Habits by James Clear. One of my favorite quotes from his book is this, a lack of self-awareness is poison. Reflection and review is the antidote. So we spend so much of our lives unconsciously making bad decisions for ourselves because we are tired or we're stressed. It is way easier to order a pizza than to cook a healthy dinner. In Atomic Habits, you will find tools to help you make new good habits and break old bad habits. Um, It's definitely a book I think everyone could benefit from reading. And I highlighted a lot of information in that book and still put in practice a lot of the tips in there. So that's a good one. Um, Okay, next there are two books I want to mention that are particular to menstruating people. Uh, The first one is called This is Your Brain on Birth Control written by Dr. Sarah Hill. Uh, It is all about the effects of birth control on our bodies and our brains. It is not a book telling you not to take birth control. It's more about informing women of the effects because most doctors won't do that for you. Uh, It also advocates for women to work with their doctors to find the correct birth control for you. Uh, Hill wants women to stop settling for the birth control that works, but makes you cry all the time or gives you headaches. Uh, I think this is a really important book for anyone that takes or has taken birth control. Okay, the second book I wanna talk about centers around infertility. So just a trigger warning for that. If you or someone you know has gone through infertility, my heart goes out to you. Uh, But I can recommend a book. It is called Infertility Lies by Dr. Karen Snow. Uh, Karen also happens to be my best friend. But I have read her book, and I was there during her entire infertility journey. I saw how hard it was for her to cope with. But she did get a happy ending. Her and her husband adopted a beautiful baby boy from Thailand. And then Karen wrote a book about her experience. Using her knowledge as a naturopathic doctor, she tells women the lies we think about infertility and how to fight those mindsets. This is also a really great book to help you understand what your friend or loved one is going through with infertility. It's very insightful and I highly recommend it. Um, Okay, another genre of nonfiction I try to read is uh, learning about racism. So two books I suggest, um, especially this first one if you're a Canadian, The Skin You're In by Desmond Cole, Um, and then another one Even This Page is White by Vivek Shreya. Uh, Desmond Cole is a journalist and he wrote a book covering just one year of anti-black racism in Toronto, Ontario. It was really insightful and it made me really think about my white privilege. Um, Even This Page is White is a collection of poetry that is very moving. Shreya talks to their white friends about racism and discusses growing up as a brown person in Canada. Um, I think learning how to be a better ally is always a good idea, and these two books can help you. Um, Another of my favorite nonfiction genres is memoirs, and I was recently gifted a copy of Stolen by Elizabeth Gilpin, I'm hoping to read it in March, but it's the story of Elizabeth, who at the age of 15 was sent to a, quote, therapeutic boarding school, uh, where she spent two years being psychologically abused and humiliated. She lost countless friends to addiction and suicide, but finally managed to convince the school she was ready to graduate. Then she spent years trying to reclaim her identity. Uh, It sounds fascinating and scary, and I can't wait to read it. Uh, One of my favorite memoirs of all time was The Glass Castle by Jeanette Walls. Um, It's the story of her childhood growing up with drifters for parents. So her and her siblings were constantly on the move, squatting in empty houses and struggling for money. Her father was an alcoholic. And her mom was just trying to keep everybody in one piece. Um, so her story is it's so different from the childhood that I had. Uh, it was really interesting. And I think it's definitely worth a read. Okay, if you are into traveling, I would recommend the book Vagabonding by Rolf Potts. It's all about traveling the world long term. Like months at a time. Um, It was really interesting all the amazing things he saw backpacking around the world and it was also full of great tips for traveling on a budget and really experiencing the culture wherever you are. Um, If you like learning about ancient civilizations try Graham Hancock's book he has a non-fiction trilogy set in ancient mexico that i really enjoyed um, and then many non-fiction books about different ancient civilizations uh, one of his books i really liked was called underworld he spent a few years diving all around the world looking at ancient statues and tombs underwater and then writing about the history of them it was so interesting Um, If you're looking for a more spiritual style of self-help, I think Eckhart Tolle would be great. Uh, His book, The Power of Now, I've read twice before, and as I said earlier, I'm currently reading again. Uh, The first time I read it, I quit my job and got a new, much better one. I moved to a new apartment with my man that was way better for us, and shortly after we got engaged. Now I'm not saying all that great stuff happened because I read a book, but the book did help me learn to self-reflect and figure out that my job and living situation were huge contributing factors to my unhappiness. And I think that's why I love self-help style books the most, because they remind me to look inward and that all of my problems can be solved by me. Uh, But beware of the frauds. There are a lot of people out there that will claim to be self-help gurus or amazing life and wellness coaches, and they are not. Uh, The main example I can think of right now is Rachel Hollis and her husband. I read her first book, Girl, Wash Your Face, for book club years ago, and there's so much plagiarism and nonsense in that book and also a lot of body shaming so just steer clear um but she wrote more books too and i think her and her husband wrote a book or they had a podcast or something about having a successful marriage and then like two months later they got a divorce so these are not the people to look for (laughs) to help you with your life Uh, look for books with a lot of great reviews by a variety of people um Another really great self-help author I really love is Brene Brown. Um, I've read almost all of her books. I'm currently working my way through her latest one called Atlas of the Heart, which is an in-depth look at our emotions and how they affect us. But my favorite book by her is, I thought it was just me, but it isn't. It's a book all about shame and insecurity. Everything we think we are the only ones feeling, we are not. And (laughs) that book teaches you not to feel shame for things that don't matter. And it reminds us that even though we think everyone is judging us, they aren't. They're too busy worrying that you're judging them to be judging you, right? Like we are all inside our own heads worrying too much. So, I really love that book, and I highly recommend Brene Brown. Um, There are a few nonfiction books I'm hoping to read soon. Uh, One is called Braiding Sweetgrass by Robin Wall Kimmerer. It's a collection of short stories about indigenous wisdom and knowledge of plants. Um, I'm hoping to read that one in March. I also want to read... The Dawn of Everything by David Graeber and David Wengrow. Uh, This one talks about how we came to be stuck in a society where freedom is actually only available to the 1% and the rest of us are slaves to capitalism, punished constantly by inflation and ruled by corrupt governments. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to reading that one. (laughs) Um, Yes, okay, well, I think I've given you guys a lot of nonfiction books to think about. I will list all of the books mentioned today in the show notes so you can find them. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode all about nonfiction. And let me know if you want more episodes like this. Okay? Uh, Happy reading! Thank you for listening to the Read with Angie podcast. You can find Angie on Instagram at readwithangie or www.readwithangie.com.